Hello and welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast, the podcast for all the aging alt weirdos. I am your host as always, Perry Lerner. And with me this week is my co-host, Jesse Dram. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing today? Goth mommies. I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah, you're tired. Uh, I went through a hostage situation last night. That is true. Do you want to tell the, <laughs> the audience what happens? Sure. So I am getting ready for a music and comedy review, the Rock and ROFL show, at the Grape Room, Maniunk, December 8th, 7 o'clock. Look online to get your tickets now. Uh, as a result, I am rehearsing 30 songs with comedians Jay Simpson and Rob Cruz. We have not had a chance to practice the way we wanted to. Uh, even last night, we were supposed to practice at a studio with a drummer. Drummer couldn't make it. I had to eat a cancellation fee. What you going to do? We instead met up at Jay's house. So this is Tuesday night at like 8 o'clock. We're playing a little loud. So oh, I didn't even tell you Ellie dropped by too. Oh, okay. Yeah. El- Shout out to Ellie. Shout out to Ellie. Ellie. She, she she left Diane in the car. Oh, my God. She says she left her phone with her and just said, if, if you get a call from my number, it means someone's trying to kidnap Diane. Dear God. Um, anyway. But, yeah, so we were very cognizant about being too loud. And at one point, we started hearing yelling in the hall. I'm like, oh, somebody's mad at us, whatever. So we stopped playing for a second. And what we hear is a woman running down the hall screaming, help me, help me, help me, help me. And a man saying, like, they're going to call the cops. Shut the fuck up. Which sounds like what a millennial serial killer would like. Let me kill you. You're going to get us in trouble. And uh, we locked the door like pussies. And then me and Jay had a conversation afterwards. Like, did you also, after having a baby, become a total pussy? Just like, yeah, that's between y'all. I, I have a baby to get home to. Sorry. Uh, but so we go back to practicing. And then we hear a cop screaming at this guy through his door. So basically, we spent an hour of this quote-unquote band practice unable to leave the place. Actually, it was, a, it was an hour and a half as uh, they threatened... The, the cops basically said, come the fuck out, you're under arrest. And this fucking meth had to try to negotiate with them. Like, well, she stabbed me in the foot with a needle. Like, I don't care. Her face is busted up. Like, yeah. But uh, anyway, eventually the cops broke in and they beat the shit out of the guy and they took him out and then we practiced Bohemian Rhapsody. And you said the dude was like a hipster white dude with like a man bun. We looked out the window as they were. It was creepy because the cops were outside the building. This is like a Philly house near South Street. So they're in the backyard making sure he doesn't jump out of a fucking window or anything. Then a cop turns the fucking flashlight on us. Fucking three stooges looky-loos looking out the window. That's funny. But yeah, we look out the front, and it's some skinny piece of shit with a man bun. Yeah. Yeah, so it was crazy. Very, very tense. Literally, like, because of the layout, we were looking up, like, you know, does this guy have a gun or something? Like, we should stand on this side, so that way, if a bullet comes ripping through, it'll hit the brick and not us, probably. Yeah, my hangout with my friends was nowhere near as exciting. Um, But yeah, that's... A lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All for rock and roll, baby. Woo! December 8th. So, uh, yes, right now it is the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, We are recording on release day because we have just been so slammed that we have not had any time to do this. Um, But, yeah, so every Thanksgiving I make it my mission to get every vegan gobbler in Philadelphia. And today Dottie's Donuts was doing... A gobbler with the sandwich, the sandwich gobbled, um, with the sandwich bun being a deep fried donut. It was amazing. That 
I think so. Triangle is like usually my all time favorite, um, which it still is, reigns supreme for sure. Uh, but I would say ten out of ten for creativity on this one. It was very good. Yeah, they're all basically good. What we've been having, it's just I don't know. I I, I don't just get a. You you really are a foodie, and I guess as a vegan, you kind of have to. I be. was gonna say a lot of it is the vegan, like let's seek this fun thing out. <clears throat> right, but like yeah, I could not imagine being. I, I I did one foodiest thing like this ever, and it's so fucking corporate. Uh, back when they were trying to, this is how long ago this was. They were trying to get over the concept of iced coffee still. Okay. So Dunkin' Donuts had free iced coffee day. And uh, me and the former cousin, Steph, hit up, like, 15 Dunkin' Donuts in one day and got 15 iced coffees. Oh, wow. This is when I still drank caffeine. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. We were both buzzing afterwards. Uh, My thing used to be uh, every year during the Mummers Day Parade, I would stop by the Dunkin' on my corner and get, as we called it in high school, the great one, which is just, like, a giant iced coffee from Dunkin'. And that was my... That was my thing. I'd put some whiskey in it and mm-hmm. stand at the at the corner of Broad Street and watch the mummers go by. See, th- that's kind of an interesting thing. As uh, I don't know if you have the mummers in your hometown, listener. I, know, <laughs> I mean, you, you probably do because you know everybody who listens to this is in Philly. But some people stumble upon it. Goth right. Mum's a good name. Also, a lot of Jersey people don't get the mummers thing. That's true. Yeah, it's guys. If you don't know what the mummers are. Uh, all the homophobic uncles in Philadelphia dress up as ladies and prance around Broad Street for a day. And then they go home and them and their wives argue and then vomit on each other. And then they make sweet New Year's love while in costume. It's a shit show. It happens every year on New Year's Day except the day of the year of the mm. pandemic, the first year. Right. And we missed it last year because we had COVID. That's right. And it was like 70 degrees out. Yeah, we were playing the game. That was a bummer. But, uh, you know, that's probably an interesting goth mom topic is, like, when you're young, so much energy is spent on showing that, like, you're not like everyone else and, like, not... (laughs) Mommy and daddy are podcasting. Um, But, uh, yeah, at at what point do you, like, embrace the lame tradition that everybody loves? Because definitely... And then how do you make them your own? Yeah, that, that is probably the better question. Because, like, for the mummers, I told you, now, now it's not iced coffee, it's hot cider and whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, going back to... The, 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 the mummers help, the, the alcohol helps. It helps. Oh, for sure. Well, when, you're also you're little, freezing. Right, because when you're a little kid, like, I'm going to have to go and be cold and watch Uncle Dan dresses fucking Linda Lovelace, I don't know. And then when you get older, it's a lot easier if you're like... Oh, I'm going to get drunk with my cousins all day long. Yeah. Go down to Two Street, bruh. Also, um, like, I always lived in Center City, so I could just walk to Broad Street and then come come in and out as I wanted, which was great because that's the other thing is you often have to go to the bathroom and you are pretty much stuck with porta-potties. Yeah. So it's very nice to be able to just walk back to my apartment two blocks away, go to the bathroom and, you know. Right. Re reconfigure myself to go back out. Right. But then again, that's also specifically for the mummers. You can't really have that with like people aren't getting loaded. People get loaded at the Thanksgiving Day parade. Oh, people get loaded at every parade. I was gonna say parades are lame oh. as kind of a rule, especially in Philly. I haven't been to the, God. So my parents used to make me go to the Thanksgiving parade as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. So I was like seven or eight years old. Like we're gonna go to the Thanksgiving Day parade tomorrow. Okay, cool. And then we pull up somewhere in like. 
Haddonfield. And I noticed there's a train there. Like, what's the train? Like, oh, we're taking the train over. And I burst into tears, freaking the fuck out. Violet, mommy and daddy are recording. That's right. But yeah, I burst into tears because I had not anticipated a train. I'd never been on a train. So I, of course, assumed even at seven, eight years old, like, oh, we're, we're going to die today. Yeah. I hadn't planned on dying today. But, That's how I feel at the actual parades. Mm. But yeah, like the parades themselves just sucked. And uh, just the show coming in from the suburbs. I remember my stepdad, Big Kenny, rest in peace. Uh, a, a, a fucking bum came up during the parade and was like pissing. I used the term bum instead of homeless for a very specific reason. Uh, he dropped his pants in front of everybody and pissed in a trash can. Okay. But my stepdad, being a suburbanite, doesn't turn the other cheek. He fucking screamed at this dude and, like, smacked him in the back of the head, which, God, you know. I, I mean, your stepdad was also a bum in a different way. In retrospect. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that is something that is really missing of the modern world of just, like, let's just all this clearly inappropriate thing one person is doing. Let's all just ignore it. Like, no, let's go in there and do something. By the way, I say as I ignored a woman possibly being murdered last night. Yeah. But I have a baby, so. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yes, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. It is our daughter's first Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We are going to your mother's house as I reluctantly bring her. Uh-huh. Um, we've been very careful with our baby this whole time because of all of the things going around. Mm -hmm. But she has gotten her first round of flu and COVID vaccines. So we're... Baby girl got five shots in one day. Yeah, big girl. Big girl. Um, That's you, We're opening the gates a little bit um, with that and seeing how that goes. But what are you... What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh, you know what's funny? (laughs) So as a little kid, I did not like Thanksgiving turkey Mm -hmm. because... uh, well, for one, I thought which it was, is funny because that's one of the only meats you eat now. Exactly. No, I uh, I thought it was really dry, but the thing was, I didn't like the gravy. The gra- the gravy looked like fucking diarrhea. I didn't want to eat the gravy. It looked gross. So, what is your favorite then? So th- th- this is my answer. There was one Thanksgiving at uh, again stepdad Kenny, his mother, who is a weird weird woman. Um, I ate nothing but black olives. And I'm like, I'm like six. I'm like five or six. And this lady, again, you would think she has enough shit going on. She could not shut the fuck up. Like, I can't believe that you're letting him like, like, lady, why do you care? Were you only, I slaved over a turkey for that one little boy and he doesn't even (laughs) appreciate it. Like, bitch, you're my step grandma okay you're practically a stranger (laughs) excuse me i'm gonna put olives on each of my thumbs and good day so my answer is black olives (laughs) um so every year because i have been vegetarian since i was 10 i've been vegan since i was 18 so every year is always a thing um but my mom and i pretty much had thanksgiving on lock and it got to a point where we made everything vegan except for my stepdad's turkey. Also, he would get a little bit of turkey, but he would get ham because he didn't really like turkey that much. So I was like, okay, kudos for you for just, like, doing what you want to do. So we have the best Thanksgiving food, in my opinion, and I really enjoy it the most for the sandwiches afterwards. But let me tell you, your mom this year made it so so fucking complicated for me. Yeah, she does that. So, 
First of all, apparently I was not deserving of my own vegan um, turkey until she, until I got pregnant with her grandchild. Mm-hmm. So that was number one. Luckily, I only had like one Thanksgiving before that my, happened. My, my close family, because I, I have vegans and my cousins, but my close family, when they hear vegan, they react like it's 1988. Like just like... Well, what the what do they eat then? Like I have explained my. And mother. when you say your close family, you mean your immediate family. Yes. Your extended family, who you are also close to, a hundred percent get it and can't but wait to I, tell me what's vegan. Right, but yeah, no, my mom is still very much like she doesn't eat dairy. Like she called me yesterday asking, like, so what can she not eat? And I are you serious? Yes, and I even had to explain like she you didn't is, tell me that she's eating eggs for the baby. So there's that. So okay, so backing up here, so. This year, so normally I get the turkey from, shout out Miss Rachel's, because she makes the best freaking seitan and gravy. And so I would usually get it from there. So I kind of forgot about that because she's not doing it this year. But this year, your mother insisted last week that she try to get vegan turkey for me. And I was like, just tell her I will get it and be done with it. She continued to insist, no, I have time, I'll get it, just tell me what to get. Okay, this is not really helping me, but whatever. She then calls you Monday and says she can't find anything. Well, part of it is she's looking at a shop right in suburban New Jersey. I know, like, you have to go to a Whole Foods or look harder. I don't know. Also, who gives a shit? Just say, okay, yes, you get it. Do not tell us on Monday before Thanksgiving when I don't want to be in the stores, oh, hey, now you need ve- to get the vegan there are, roast. There are worse versions of that family member, but everybody has the, uh, like, no, 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 don't worry, I got everything. Like, no, 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 I want to bring something. Like, okay, you can bring the cranberry sauce. Like, oh, okay. And then they show up day of, like, oh, I forgot. Sorry, Okay, so like, th- dude, I was going to handle all of this. So that brings me to the other point. So last year I brought a ton of food because I love my Thanksgiving food. We love my Thanksgiving food. So we're like, we'll have extra. We gave some to my mom. It was fine. This year, I was like, I do not have the energy to make any food because of the baby, except the cranberry sauce you like. I was like, I do not have the energy for this. and But I did want to bring something. So I asked your mom, like, what can I bring? And she's like, um, oh, don't bring anything. I've got everything under control. But I guess bring something vegan. And I was like, all right, how about dessert? Because I figure she doesn't have dessert. Right. Because she's not really a baker. No. So I was like, okay, I'll bring dessert. Um, and she's she's like, well, we have uh, apple and pumpkin pie. And I'm like, all right, then why'd you t- why? Tell me what you need. And she, I was like, well, I'm assuming it's not vegan. So... I'll bring vegan dessert. And she's like, what makes it vegan? (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me, lady? You just told, I love her dearly, but I'm like, you just told me that you were making everything vegan so I could eat it. And now you are asking me what is vegan? What's funny is this woman in in her personal life does so much weird research and little shit like, with her whole AA friends, she could tell you what Bill W. ate for breakfast on October 3rd, 1938. But she's still, still, three years of dating you, three Thanksgivings. Three years. Does not know. Like, she can fucking Google it. Also, last year she was like, oh shit, I could just make all these sides vegan moving forward. And I was like, yes, no one will notice, even your pain in the ass brothers. Well, mainly, mainly one. But... Then this year, it's a whole thing again. And I'm like, this is why I cook myself food. 
So I know I will have it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have it in me this year. I guess. But Jesus fucking Christ, why is this a thing every year? That's what drives me That's what drives me nuts too, is she will never let me be the one to host. She will always insist on hosting, mm-hmm. and therefore I'm stuck. Oh, yeah, no, they will definitely, they, they're not all coming to, are you kidding, telling them to come to Philly? That's like, like, please, come to Thanksgiving in Baghdad, murder, black crime statistics, blah. Like, they're terrified to come over here. Drives me fucking up a wall. But even if I was like, how about we host it at your house? How about we host it, but we do it at your house? She would still make everything. Yeah, no, it's, so here's the thing. You have discussed before how it kind of infuriates you that whenever we visit my mom, uh, me and my brothers do not do any of the dishes. No, you don't help her at all. No, and, and like I said, my mother would not let us as children. She wouldn't let us do the dishes, wouldn't let us do our own laundry, and... I'm sure part of it was an anxiety, like, we discussed how, when we moved here, my mom was like, it's too hilly around here, the baby will roll away. Like, really? Okay. But now you're adults and you can offer to help. Right, but I'm just saying, it's, it's, old habits die hard. But you don't Because, but but my point, my point being, she clearly has some kind of control thing over doing everything herself. I get that, but my point is it's not even about doing the dishes. It's that she cleans up the entire table while you guys just sit there. You mean to tell me your mother wouldn't let you bring the dishes up to the counter? I doubt that. She'd be fine with it. She's fine with it, but you guys are adult men. You should be helping your mother clear the table. Jesse, adult man. Jesse, adult man. Vincent, adult man. All right, this doesn't need to be the Jesse's mom podcast. No, this is in her defense. Oh, okay. Well. That I'm saying that. That you should be. No, this isn't. I just needed to explain the thing that everyone thinks about their mother-in-laws where it's like, just let us help you. Just let us help you. Love her dearly. But that's why I said last year, I was like, oh, well, maybe next year we'll come early and help you cook. Mm -hmm. And it turns out we might actually be doing that this year. So, so yeah, because I think that's the best way to... Teach her how to cook vegan is to probably do it with her. Right. Because she's not inept. Yeah, no. They all imagine there's, like, some special step that they're going to miss. Yeah, but unless it's, like, the vegan ziti. Which, it, which it, is good. It's also funny. She's but that's going, all she could do. It's funny she's going out of her way for this just because, like, every other family function is just, like, Perry's going to starve and she just needs to deal with that. But that's, this is very much, like... I don't think that's true because... Actually, no. You know, the only time that was true... Was Ele- uh, the, 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 the first, first, the first birthday. birthday party, and yep. she wasn't doing that, so right. And she had even said that, right? But no, everywhere because we're usually with your aunt and uncle, and uh, they, like I said, your uncle is classic Italian man. I eat all the food at your mom's, and then I come to their house, and they're like, "This is vegan. This is vegan. This is vegan." Load up your plate, and I'm gonna sit there and watch you eat it, even though you're full <laughs> as fuck. Right. That is your uncle, which I definitely appreciate. Also, same with your cousin. Shout he out always because he's vegan now too again, and he always brings stuff. Plus, your aunt has a lot of allergens. True. So there's yeah. that too. They eat a lot of plant based things. Mm. So it's really just your mother right. and like that house, and also because your mom, rightfully so, is afraid your brothers will not eat things if they are not covered in meat and cheese. Oh yeah, no. Even the pecan pie we got, I thought like we just need to. Like, black out the part that says vegan bakery. Cause, I don't think, <laughs> does it? Well, yeah, it says crust vegan bakery. Oh, okay. Because you never fucking know with Or that. we leave it there and then come home with more pie because yeah. I love that pie. Yeah. 
So, but yes, they are, they're a lot. Yeah, they are. But, um, yeah, it just sucks to always feel like othered uh-huh. with veganism. And I had that. Because the- you made a bad choice and now you feel othered. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm saying that in front of our baby. Fuck you. And I make good fucking food. Yes. I've. You always eat vegan with me, mm-hmm. even when we go out, because, like, there's tons of vegan restaurants. Like, it just shouldn't be yeah. this hard at this I point. I enjoy it. We had some good monster vegan the other day. Um, mm, with another with gobbler. Other, I just realized my scrotum is hanging out the bottom of these pants. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew there was a hole in the pants. I did not realize there was a hole in the underpants as I'm, well. I apologize for that visual, friends. That's no, okay. We'll make it the thumbnail for this episode. Go check it out now. <laughs> oh, did you ever have the kid in high school who would pull out his ball sack and be like, I sat in gum? No. No? Were you that kid in high I, school? No, that was Bob Clark. Bob Clark, not the flyer. But, <laughs> but yeah, he would like reach up into his shorts and pull out his scrotum like this and just go like, look, I sat in gum. That is really disgusting and kind of exhibitionist. Oh, yeah, Definitely. There was also, there was one kid. But now I see why it looks like, because I'm like, how does that look like gum? But now that yeah. you've done a, a demonstration for me. There was also the one kid that had a big wang who would like wrap it around his. Wang. He had a big d- dick. And bird. He, <laughs> bird. <laughs> he had a yeah, big no, bird. Don't be a bird watcher. He had bro. a big bird. Uh, he would wrap it around his wrist and be like, yo, check out my new watch. Ew. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I don't think that's like a normal, like every high school has this. Thing. Everybody has an exhibitionist. But which, you did say, oh, who like did you have you this? Know, you know, it was a bummer. School. We didn't have any flasher girls. That was a bummer. I knew That's other friends. That's not normal either. Uh, listen, everybody has a creepy uncle, therefore you get flasher girls. In the high school. In the in middle high school. of high school. In the middle not in the high school. This isn't happening in high school <laughs> itself. This is happen this isn't happening in free period. Oh this is God, happening when you're hanging out. Well, you were like, did you have that person in high school? I'm in so the era of high school. That was not clear. Wait, so where is this guy showing his scrotum at parties? Yeah, we're just hanging out. Like, I think I actually have a home video where he did this at a party at my house. That is so weird. And that's not true because you have a picture of your friend in high school without a shirt on. Which one? I'm not calling out names just in case. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know what? <laughs> your friend's girlfriend. You know what's funny? Um... <laughs> so I, I, I loaned a book to my friend, Neil, who uh, I don't know if it's dyslexia or just doesn't read. It, it makes himself too busy. Never gets around to reading the book. But one day he does open it while on the toilet and he says, uh, yeah, you're, you got an interesting bookmark there, Jess. Like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, oh, just two definitely underage girls flashing. Like, I think they were 18 at the time, but... Yeah, apparently I had not seen this photo for years. I had left it in a copy of Vert, uh, Vert, Kurt Vonnegut's Bluebeard and then gave it to my friend. And then when and I. And you're still friends with her. Yeah. Yeah. And, so that's uh, what, so and, it's like a little less creepy. It, <laughs> honestly, she would probably she would probably appreciate that photo today because she does not look like that anymore. Yeah. She would probably be stoked. But uh, yeah, I was visiting Neil recently, who recently just had a breakup. Moved over to his his house, two houses down from his girlfriend, because it's fucking weird. But uh, he said, like, yeah, could you really get this photo out of my house? I forgot it existed until today. Oh, my God. So it's just going to hang out of my car right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's funny. 
Yeah, it's. But yeah, it was funny that Neil was like, I was ready to have a talk with you. And yeah. I was like, thank you, Neil. I appreciate that. I was also 17 at the time. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, so. No, overall, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving and also having five days off starting today. Yeah. That was a good call on our part. Oh, I didn't tell you. So my friend Amelia, who I work with, called today while I was at Amelia Acme Bedelia. with Amber and uh, our neighbor. And I was, like, panicked that something happened at work, but it was a butt dial. I was like, ah, uh, shit. So I'm very glad. I'm impressed that butt dials still happen. You would think with smartphones. They don't lock automatically sometimes. Yeah. Like, no, I realized with my uh, Android, I need to, like, place the screen facing out because my thigh in my pocket will set it off. Yeah. But if it's facing out, the gene itself will not. I love your, like, wallet Whole yeah, I got pant, I, I got pants. wallet wallet wear wallet wear yeah my big old <laughs> I got I got to have a big old bulge somewhere little little right of center. Um, we don't have anything gothy to discuss. Anything spooky? Well, no, I was just gonna come on to keep it going, but yeah. I figure you know th- this is a quick like, hey guys, happy Thanksgiving or whatever the fuck you celebrate if yeah. not for Thanksgiving. Do you have any other? Uh, so yeah, real quick Thanksgiving traditions. I will be listening to Alice's Restaurant on vinyl tomorrow. Yes, that is a must every year. I'll be watching at least one episode of Mystery Science Theater because they always do marathons and they debuted on Thanksgiving. And I will make you watch Friends slash Bob's Burgers. Yes, the Friends episode. I had no idea Friends had such a Thanksgiving lineage. Every year. Yep, and Bob's Burgers every year. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe we'll put on the trauma non-classic Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's about it. Anything else? Uh, so l- let's talk about uh, you. We we talked about how veganism being its own kind of subculture that's uh, you know lies over top of other ones. Where do you think it ranks in other subcultures? Like being vegan. Like obviously, I think metalheads are probably the least vegan, even though they have a good contingent now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of punks are vegan. Where do, where do goths actually fall with veganism? I really don't know that. I'm not sure either. Cause like I, 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 feel, I, I feel like goths just spurn all food. Yeah, <laughs> very likely. I don't know, but I do have a lot of goth friends that are vegan, but I don't know that that means a lot of goths are vegan or if I just mm. found, like, a lot of vegan friends. Oh, you know what would be a fun goth diet? What? Like, I only eat things Black when they're things. just about to expire. Uh, I, I only I only eat blackened bananas. Well, that's like that became a whole thing was uh, the charcoal, the uh, charcoal. Uh, what is it? Charcoal, like, like getting in your stomach. Coconut? Pumped? No, no, no. It was it was something that turns like all of the food black. Oh, it, like the, activated the, the, charcoal. The, that's was, what it was they called. also would use like squid ink for like shit. N- yeah, but that has a flavor. This was ah. like. Again, so vegans could have it. Right. Uh, but no, it was activated charcoal. And they would put it in, like, ice cream. they make burger and, buns and shit out of it. Yeah, them. yeah. Uh, Kettle Black, that mm. place I go to in Northern Liberties, they, their black your, bagels have activated does charcoal. Does it turn your poop black? Uh, not in my experience. Okay. I don't think it does. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would say most all... Uh, Subgenres do have a decent amount of vegans in it. Yeah, like the original emos before it became mall emo definitely were like big into uh, all that. That's that was actually interesting. Listen to Finn McKinty because that was shit I never knew was like 
the hardcore environmentalist uh, vegan contingent, like Earth Crisis and shit like that. Yeah. That are vegan. Straight I, Edge plus I was going to say, I think a lot of Straight Edge people are vegan, too. Yeah. I still find it hilarious, that at least when they're young, how Straight Edge people are like, <laughs> I don't do drugs. I don't have promiscuous sex. I'm also vegan. I do not eat meat. The only thing I do is beat the shit out of everybody <laughs> around me at all times. That is true. Straight edge is an interesting culture because they're sober and they're straight edge and they are very different. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll say I'll say annoying. I'll definitely say annoying. Um, I think it depends. But that's why a lot of I have a lot of friends who were sober but didn't identify as straight edge and they also wouldn't tell people they were sober because they don't want to have mm-hmm. that reputation. Ooh, you know what we could talk about to finish up the episode? Uh annoying try hard vegans. Like we're thinking very specifically about somebody's friends who became vegan and immediately started like fucking boycotting at supermarkets or something like that. Didn't they run into Oh Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, guest guest of the podcast, Kara. Her friends. It was her friends. Yes, and yeah. I had to intervene and defend her when they were That they, they were that's how it started. They were shaming her. Yes, they she posted a video that had cheese in it. And they they had commented on Emma's. They were like, "Cow rape, baby murder." They were like, "This is very uh, offensive." And she was like, "I'm just posting a video of something I thought looked good, and I had to intervene." And, and, be- and weren't they like brand new vegans? Yes, which are always the worst. But to say, you know, she this is my best friend, and she is one of the greatest people I know. And like, fuck you for attacking her. And they're like, it's funny that you have to keep commenting that she's your best friend, almost like you're trying too hard and you're trying to prove something. And I'm like, yeah, she is my best friend. I've known her for 15 years. Hello, new people. Oh, that's right. They didn't like me because I knew they were vegan. I knew she'd been hanging out with them more. And apparently, when I met them, I made a joke to the girl and was like, oh, do I need to, like, worry about, like, oh, is this my new competition? Uh-huh. And the girl took it so seriously and called it out, like, months later. And Kara had to tell her several times when she brought it up to her. Like, dude, it was a joke. She probably doesn't even remember saying it. Like, girl, you are no competition. Guess who's not in her life anymore? Yeah. you, you just, God, like, so, I feel like some broken people just need to, like, be aware that you're the fucked up one. You can later say, like, look, I know it's unreasonable, but I felt this way. And everyone will be fine with you. But when you're, like, that's one of those people, like, I didn't feel safe Uh. in that moment. And, by the way, I also joined that fray to defend my wife and immediately went over the top saying something along the lines of, I believe it was, uh, you are the worst advocate for your beliefs. If Gandhi met you, he would rape a cow. Oh, yeah. It was such a flippant comment I made, too. And poor Kara had to delete it because she was like, I am not trying to bring this vibe onto my page, which, fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah, I had to jump in there. And I actually asked her because that's the thing about me is I will always come to my friend's defense. But if I think it's going to be, like, you know, a problem, I will ask them. And she's like, yeah, you can say something. So I did. And then it turned into a whole thing. And I was like... I think I had said, like, you're the reason, you're the type of vegans people, like, you're the type of vegans people don't like and why they say you're, that you hate, they fe- hate yeah. vegans. Maybe, you know, take my advice. Uh, don't shove it down people's throats because no one likes that. And, yeah, you're, and they're you're, like, you're so condescending, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, but I'm right. You're the type of vegan that makes people vote Republican just because they want you to be upset. Oh, honey, there are so many vegan Republicans. It's 
It's actually ridiculous. Really? There are so the Okay, whole, lay it on me. So the whole like especially like mommy culture, which is why I really hard remove uh, myself from that, because I just can't I have very few mom friends for this reason. My friends who are moms I was already friends with before they became moms. I just can't do it. But the whole quote crunchy mom thing, which is like the moms who are like super like I'm I'm crunchy-ish, but like you know, they're the ones who are super into feeding their kids perfectly and... You're no, literally breastfeeding your no, child. As it's, <laughs> no screen time, uh, all wooden toy, uh, comfort, gentle parenting, all that bullshit. But they are also, because of that, anti-vax. Yeah. Anti-abortion. Um, You're not going to put that poison in my baby. Come come here, little sunshine. Have LSD instead. Yeah, so they do lean so far left, they turn right. And yeah. a lot of them are, are advocating for the right mm-hmm. and vote strongly for the right, usually because of abortions and anti-vax. That's why. So, yeah, a lot of – there are a lot of vegans who end up on the right side. Mm-hmm. The, not the correct side, the right. The abortion thing is so fucking weird to me where it it really does still feel that like, oh, no, they just want to punish women for having sex. That's it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they're like, oh, well, you could just not have sex. What do you mean you're going to have no consequences? I also hate when they were like, oh, not like, you know, there's no, you know, you could just use birth control. Because also, if you recall, do you remember when we first started having sex and I went into the grocery store and there were... The con- I was looking for condoms. Right. And I had to ask someone, and they were like, oh, they're locked behind this desk. You have to ask for it. And I blew a fucking gasket and was like, so 16-year-olds are just supposed to feel comfortable asking where condoms are, and who gives a fuck if people are stealing condoms? Yeah. Let them steal condoms then. You know why they're stealing them? To use them so there's no babies. So I don't want to fucking hear, oh, don't have don't have uh, unsafe sex when they're nah. making it hard for people to get condoms. Because as an adult, I also don't even want to ask but for actually, condoms. As an adult, we don't use fucking condoms. Whoop, whoop. Well, now, well, because condoms we're, are for children. Well, we're we're who in are a, irresponsible all right, with their job. All right, let's preface that because <laughs> we're in a monogamous relationship. But before that, we were definitely using condoms, and that was the whole point of this conversation. What's up, baby Violet? Fuck condoms. High five. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but my nah, point being, that, like, that, we they, we make it very inaccessible for people to be able to have protected sex. Right. Because really, that's not what it's about. It's just about not having people have sex at all and shaming them and putting them in a shitty situation that they don't want to be in. Why aren't you guys feeling bad about sex? Fucking hate it. Because even if you're married, doesn't mean you want to, like, you know, risk a child every time you're having sex. Unless you're Catholic. Right. Well, that's the problem, right? Are the, <laughs> that are the still, Catholics? That, that is still the one of the funniest jokes in all of The Simpsons, where... The kids are hungry after church. Like, could we go Catholic so we get, like, bread and wine and shit at Mass? And March says, like, no, nobody is going Catholic. Three kids is enough. What are the Simpsons? What? What are... No, no, I'm sorry. Like, what is their denomination? Oh, they're, they're, they're some <laughs> vague Protestant... <laughs> the look on your face when I said that. You were like, like bitch, are you, what are you high? <laughs> yeah, it, you know what's funny? Again, growing up, again, depending on where you're listening to this, Philadelphia... Uh, we have a high, much higher Catholic contingent on the coasts. 
And then, like, random weird places like Wisconsin and shit like that. But uh, I was so confused by that growing up. Like, why why does the priest have a wife? What's <laughs> happening here? And then he even made, like, the reverend, like, you know, shouldn't you give him the last rites? Like, that's that's Catholic, Marge. It might as well ask me to do a voodoo dance. And th- it's, So the answer is you don't know. There's some kind of Protestant. Yeah, but that's what a lot of the country is, where they don't really, like, they go to whatever. They'll go to a Baptist church, they'll go to a Protestant church, they'll go to an evangelical church. Even my dad, uh, his wife was Methodist, although they didn't care. And he went to a few masses. I said, what was the difference? And he said, like, honestly, the only difference is there were black people there. That was it. I remember as a little kid, like, just not knowing how things worked, and obviously not understanding Christian denominations. I remember I asked my mom, what religion are black people? Because because school taught us that Kwanzaa was a thing. It's still not a fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, even if it exists, people don't really get into it. And I just noticed at our church, there were no black people, really. Yeah, well, that's because of yeah. where you live. And keep in mind, so again, I'm six or seven asking my mother this question, which means she's 28 or 29. So oh, she God. said, like, I don't know, but they like Jesus. <laughs> okay. Works for me. Well, on that note, um, yes, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And if you don't celebrate it, I hope you have a happy whatever day. Um, And join us next week, which ironically we are on topic for. uh, Sean Fitzpatrick will be joining us to talk about religion and the occult. So that should be interesting. Um, And, yeah, can't wait to see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Have a golf Thanksgiving and dance in the gravy. Oh, God. Get a drumstick and punch your uncle. Please stop. Thanksgiving. <laughs>